Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we're talking about season five, episode 20, called The Devil You Know. We start out in the laboratory. There's lots of animals in cages. There's a janitor sweeping the floor. Two doctors walk in. Doctor number one says, I'm just glad we got something to offer people. Doctor number two says, well, I'm sorry. It's a load of crap. Pure profit-driven crap. Doctor number one says, well, swine flu, it's an epidemic. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, this, this whole episode, they're like walking around wearing masks at one point. And yeah. I was just like, oh, geez. It's like, you don't even know. <laughs> yep. Yep. So doctor number two says, yeah, well, if Nivius has really worried about the epidemic, if Nivius was really worried about the epidemic, they'd be giving the vaccine out for free. The supposed new formula? Doctor number two says, well, they say it's faster acting. Doctor number one says, maybe it is, but human trials this week? Doctor number two says, yeah, it does seem a little rushed. Doctor number one says, a little rushed? Have you even seen the new vaccine? Doctor number two says, no. Doctor number one says, yeah, neither have I. The janitor says, I have. Doctor number one says, who the hell are you? <laughs> the janitor says, I'm running the experiment. And then he stabs doctor number one in the neck with a syringe. He like, straight a, on, like, stabbing in the neck. Like, it's yeah. not even like a, oh, hear me, let me poke this in your neck real quick. It's like a, like, slammed into his neck. Yeah. Worst. Yeah. He knocks over doc number two and says, relax, you're part of it too. Then the man dresses the janitor, walks out the door, and smashes the key code thing so doc number two can't get out. Doc number one attacks doc number two while monkeys scream at them. <laughs> <laughs> was a good touch though i was upset <laughs> about the screaming monkeys i was like no you're traumatizing the monkeys i mean poor little monkeys possible but they'll seen? probably get over it pretty quick <laughs> i don't know man i was worried about the monkeys they don't have i'm sure that they don't have the same concept of like violence violence as we do like it's natural for them that's true. You know, like, it's not necessarily traumatizing, per se, I would think. It would be, like, just a, oh, well, that big hairless monkey, you know, is the boss of the little hairless monkey, and he's showing him the what for, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess you're right. Okay. <laughs> so the janitor's eyes go demon black, and he says, well, looks like it works. And we get our opening title sequence. So also, can-, can I just say, that's some really fast-acting monster juice. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, it was fast acting. I don't think we ever figure out, like, what it is that he stabs him with, do we? I think it's the Croatoan virus, isn't it? I don't know. I couldn't, like, I didn't really understand. Like, they never say. They never said that, but I think that that's what we're supposed to think. I'm not positive on that. That was just what I thought. Yeah, since I don't know. Since they kind of, since in the, like, previously on, you know, yeah, they, they, they kind the of Croton. mentioned the Croatoan, so that's why. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would make sense. It just, I was kind of like, huh, you know, like, I don't yeah. know what it is that they're doing with that. Yeah. Anyways. So we cut to Sam and Dean dressed in suits, following a woman through a hospital waiting room. The three of them are wearing masks. Uh, Dean says to Sam, check it out. I look like the king of pop. Too soon? Sam says, too soon. <laughs> the woman doctor says, don't get me wrong. I'm glad the CDC is here, but what we really need is vaccine. Dean says, you got that right. Sam says, well, tell me, have you noticed anything unusual about the strain? Any signs of behavioral changes, like aggression, maybe? The doctor says, excuse me? 
Dean says, have the flu victims shown any signs of, uh, you know, homicidal tendencies? <laughs> the doctor says, um, symptomatically speaking, we're looking at a relatively mild case of the swine flu here. Probably add up to a miserable week off work, and that's about it. Dean says, so nothing unusual? The doctor says, well, a day and a half ago, we didn't have a single case, and now we're looking at over 70. The infectious equivalent of a briefcase bomb. So yeah, I might call that a little unusual. Sam says to Dean, a day and a half. Dean says, that's the same time those statues started crying. Sam says, yep. The doctor says, I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> Dean says, what was what? The doctor says, did you just say a bunch of statues started crying? Sam laughs nervously and says, what? No, who would? Dean says, who would say that, huh? Crazy people. <laughs> Sam says, exactly. Dean says, which we are not. Sam says, no. The doctor says, just get us some vaccine. So we cut to the boys driving at nighttime and talking to Bobby on the phone. Bobby says, let me guess, another steaming hot pile of swine flu. Dean says, yep. <laughs> Sam says, doesn't make any sense, Bobby. Pestilence touched down here. I'm sure of it. But why is he dealing them soft serve? Why is he dealing them soft serve like swine flu when he's got the Croatoan virus up his sleeve? I don't get it. Bobby says, doesn't matter what the sick son of a bitch is doing. What matters is this is the fourth town he's hit that we know of, and we're still eating his dust. Did you get anything? We got even a snowball at probably, <laughs> that sounded weird, sorry. <laughs> okay, he says, did you get anything? We got even a snowball at probable next target. Sam says, uh, no pattern we can see. Bobby says, okay, well, as far as I can tell, he's heading east. So, head east, I guess. Dean says, east? Bobby, we're in West Nevada. East is practically all there is. <laughs> Bobby says, yeah, well, you better get to driving. And he hangs up. It's like, Suddenly, it's not like we're in Florida here, you know? Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Suddenly, Crowley is in the back seat. He says, say, I've got an idea. Dean skids the car to a stop, and Sam tries to stab Crowley with a demon-killing knife, but Crowley is now outside the car. Dean says, did you get him? Sam I says, think it's, okay, I gotta just, I think that's hilarious. There's like, they like stop the car, like, ah, and then like stab into the backseat. Did you get him? Did you get him? It's like, yeah. it's like a spider, you know? Like, yeah, that's 100% like that. what I would do if there was a spider in the car. Stop the car, be like, oh my God, and start stabbing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, same. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they kind of treated him like a bug a little bit. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, then Crowley knocks on the window and asks, fancy a fag in a chat? So the boys get out of the car. Crowley says, you're upset. We should discuss it. Not here, but Sam says, you want to talk after what you did to us? Crowley says, after what I did to you, I gave you the cult. Sam says, yeah, and you knew it wouldn't work against the devil. Crowley says, I never. Sam says, you set us up. We lost people on that suicide run. Good people. Crowley says, who you take on the ride is your own business. Look, everything is still the same. We're, we are still in this together. Sam says, sure we are. And Sam tries to stab him again, but Crowley teleports a few feet away. To Dean, Crowley says, call your dog off, please. Dean says, give me one good reason. Crowley says, I can give you pestilence. Dean says, what do you know about pestilence? Crowley says, I know how to get him. That's got your interest, doesn't it? Sam says to Dean, are you actually listening to this? Are you friggin' nuts? Dean says, shut up for a second, Sam. Crowley says, shut up the both of you. Look, I swear, I'm, I thought the cult would work. It's an honest mistake. It's all part of the learning process, but nothing's changed. I still want the devil dead. 
Well, one thing's changed. Now the devil knows I want him dead, which, by the way, makes me the most buggered son in all of creation. <laughs> Dean says, holy crap, we don't care. <laughs> Crowley says, they burnt down my house. They ate my tailor. <laughs> Two months under a rock like a bloody salamander. Every demon on hell and earth has got his eyes out for me. And yet here I am, last place I should be, in the road, talking to Sam and Dean Winchester under a friggin' spotlight. He points at the street lamp shining down on them and the light bulb explodes. Crowley sighs and says, so come with me, please. Do you want the horseman's rings or not? Yes, I know all about that. Shall we? We cut to the three of them arriving at a condemned house. Crowley says, here we are, my little on the lamb. Nope, that's not what he says. He <laughs> says, here we are, my life on the lamb. How the mighty have fallen. Single pane glass, use, use contraception in the fireplace. I don't know why I couldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> There's a condom in the fireplace. <laughs> okay. The water damage alone. Dean says, my heart's bleeding for you. Now, how do you know about the rings? Crowley says, well, now, I've been keeping a close eye on you a lot. Sam says, we got the hex... Sam says, we got hex bags. We're hidden from demons. Crowley says, all but one. That night you broke into my house, our first date. My valet hid a tracking device in your car. A magical coin that easily trumps your little bag of bones. It allows me to hear things, too. And my, the things I've heard. So do you want to cram the devil back in the box? Cunning scheme. I want in. <laughs> Dean says, you said you could get us pestilence. Crowley says, well, now, I don't know where pestilence is per se, but I do know the demon who does. He's what you might call the horseman stable boy. He handles their itineraries, their personal needs. He's who you want, believe me. He'll tell us where Sneezy's at. Dean says, well, how do we get him to spill? Rip out his toenails? Crowley says, no, nuts at his pay grade don't crack. We bring him here, then I sell him. Sam says, sell him? Crowley says, please, I've sold sin to saints for centuries. Think I can't close on one little demon? Dean says, all right, so where's this demon of yours? So we cut to Nivea's pharmaceuticals. The demon Brady is in a meeting. He says, I don't want this. Uh, that's not what he says. He says, <laughs> I ah, <didn't>, mind. <laughs> yeah, that's not right. He says, I don't want to hear weeks. I want to hear days. A man says, but the lab isn't even finished testing yet. Brady says, you let me worry about the lab. The man says, but sir, you're asking for distribution, distribution <laughs> on an unprecedented scale. Brady says, well, we have an unprecedented outbreak. The nation is terrified of swine flu. They want our vaccine. They need our vaccine. It's called demand, people. Now supply. The man says, we're doing our best. Brady says, oh, you're doing your best. Well, then, do the best of somebody better. We cut to Brady in his office. The same man from the meeting is shown into the room. He says to Brady, you wanted to see me? Brady says, Mitchell, yes, come on in. Mitchell says, look, Mr. Brady, I know how important this is, and I'm sorry if I sounded... Brady says, no apologies, Mitchell. I just need people like you. In fact, there is a position. That's not what he says. He says, no apologies, Mitch. I need people you like you. like you said, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no apologies, bitch. <laughs> I don't want your apologies. <laughs> <sighs> okay. He says, I need people like you. In fact, there is a position in communications that I think you would be perfect for. Mitchell says, sounds great. Brady says, is great. So what do you say? You ready to enter the cutthroat world of upper management? Mitchell says, awesome. Brady grabs a demon blood bowl and slits Mitchell's throat and collects the blood in the bowl. 
Brady says, That's "Oh, an operation well, for sure." I know, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Brady says, "Oh, watch the shoes, please." A demon drags Mitchell's body out, and Brady says, "Get the rest later, okay?" Brady does some Latin chanting, and the lights start to flicker. A fly comes out of the blood on the bull, and Brady says, "Sir, great news! The vaccine trials results have been really quite grotesque. I think you'll be pleased." How he soon? wants to join. <laughs> Yeah. How soon? (laughs) Distribution on this scale. I mean, we do need some humans. We can't possess them all. And don't even get me started on the Teamsters. I know I'm doing my best. Yes, sir. The best is someone better. I will, of course. So we cut back to Sam and Dean and Crowley. Um, Sam says to Dean, why are we even listening to him, Dean? This is totally insane. Dean says, I don't disagree. Crowley says, one big happy family, are we then? Fantastic. Dean says, you ready to go? Crowley says, yes. Yes, I am. Sam, keep the home fires burning. Dean says, what are you talking about? Crowley says, Sam's not coming. Sam says, and why the hell not? Crowley says, because I don't like you and I don't trust you. And oh yes, you keep trying to kill me. (laughs) Sam says, there's no damn way. This isn't going to happen. Crowley says, I'm not asking you, am I? Because you're not invited. I'm asking you, what's it going to be? Dean says nothing. Um, Dean says nothing. (laughs) Crowley says, gentlemen, enjoy your last few sunsets. And Crowley turns to leave. Dean says, wait, I'll go. To Sam, Dean says, what can I say? I believe the guy. So Dean and Crowley leave. We cut to Sam on the phone with Bobby. Sam's drinking. He says, and then Dean just walks right out the door with Crowley. Bobby is also drinking. He says, well, look, Sam, I got no love for demons. And yeah, this whole thing is crazy, but I don't know. After a year of chasing up zilch, maybe it's time to go crazy. Sam says, yeah, maybe. Hey, Bobby, I remember that time you were possessed. Bobby says, yeah, rings a bell. (laughs) Sam says, when Meg told you to kill Dean, you didn't. You took your body back. Bobby says, just long enough to shank myself, yeah. Sam says, well, how'd you do it? I mean, how'd you take back the wheel? Bobby says, why are you asking, Sam? Sam says, um, say we can open the cage. Great. But then what? We just lead the devil to the edge and get him to jump in? Bobby says, you got me. Sam says, what if you guys lead the devil to the edge and I jump in? It'd be just like when you turn the knife around on yourself. One action. Just one leap. Bobby yells, are you idiots trying to kill me? We just got done talking your brother off the ledge and now you're lining up to say yes? (laughs) Sam says, it's not like that. I'm not going to do it. Not unless we all agree but I think we got to look at our options. Bobby says, this isn't an option, Sam. You can't do it. What I did was a million to one, and that was some pissant demon I was brain wrestling. You're talking about taking back control from Satan himself. Sam says, yeah, yeah, I am. Bobby said, kid, it's called possession for a reason. You of all people ought to know. Sam says, I'm strong enough. Bobby says, you ain't. He's going to find every chink in your armor, Sam, and use it against your, and use it against you, your fear, your grief, your anger, and let's face it, you're not exactly Mr. Anger Management. How are you going to control the devil when you can't control yourself? We cut to outside Brady's office building. Dean and Crowley are in the car. Dean's looking through binoculars. Dean says, demons. Crowley says, nah, human shields. The demons are up top, 12th floor. Dean says, all right then, we'll have to find a way in through the back. Crowley says, you Winchesters make everything so complicated, and he teleports away. Dean says, ah, crap. He looks through his binoculars again and sees Crowley behind the security guy. He waves to Dean and then slits the security guy's throat. 
Dean says, crap, crap. Dean runs into the building and sees a few dead guys on the floor. Crowley says, what? Dean says, you killed them? Crowley says, we're on a tight schedule. Come on, now you're squeamish? Please. He walks Dean into an elevator and pushes a button, but doesn't get inside. Dean holds the door open and says, you're not coming? Crowley says, oh no, it's not safe up there. There's demons. <laughs> Dean says, yeah, I get that. Crowley says, look, just do what I told you and try to be convincing. It'll work like a charm. Trust me. And he pushes Dean back so the elevator door closes. We cut to Brady in his office. He hears some struggling outside and waves open his office door. Dean is standing there over a dead demon. Brady says, Dean Winchester, what, no appointment? Dean walks in and says, kind of an 11th hour thing, you know? Brady says, well then, you're just on time. Have a seat. How's your brother? Dean puts the demon killing knife away and sits down. Brady says, well, down the business then. What can I do for you? Dean says, actually, it's about what I can do for you. Me and Sam dropped two of your jockeys. I think you know that. Brady says, yes, I got the memo. Dean says, well, we kept their uh, secret power rings, which is why I'm here. I heard some folks saying that you wanted them back and you're willing to pay. Brady says, hmm, where are they? Dean says, not here, but you want them. You'll come with me, nice and civil. We'll get out of your little bat cave here and we'll discuss a transaction. <laughs> Brady says, who says I want them? Dean says, what? Brady says, who? Who says I want them? Dean says, you know, folks. Brady says, the people, the inevitable yeah. them. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Brady says, see, I, uh, that's not what he says. Brady says, <laughs> see, war and famine, even if I could cram the rings back on their bony fingers, I doubt it would do much good. They're withered husks right now, fetal position on the floor, all thanks to you. So I don't want the rings. What I want is retribution, and I'm going to rip it right out of your ass. Brady kicks Dean right out of the office and says, this is so good. Therapeutic for sure. You know, Dean, I really owe you one, buddy, because I feel so much better. He says all this while kicking Dean's ass. So we cut to Dean racing into the elevator while Brady calls after him. Dean, now where are you going? We were just getting started. The elevator goes down and Dean gets out. Suddenly Brady is in the elevator behind him and he knocks Dean to the ground. Brady says, good meeting, Dean. You know, I'm excited. Then Crowley puts a sack over Brady's head um, that has a symbol on it. And Crowley hits him over the head and says, evening, uncle. And then hits him again and again until the bag is all bloody and Brady is unconscious. Dean says, what the hell was that? Crowley says, that was perfect. <laughs> Dean says, perfect. He didn't want the rings. He wanted me. Crowley says, and imagine the surprise on your face, your ignorance and misinformation. I mean, completely authentic. You can't fake that. What? It went like clockwork. <laughs> Dean says, not for me, you son of a bitch. Crowley says, that's what you get working with a demon. <laughs> I mean, he's an honest demon to an extent because he's like, you know, you should never trust me because <laughs> exactly. I'm a demon, you know? So it's like, you know, it's kind of like you don't necessarily know what his agenda is but like at least you know what you're gonna get you know yeah yep exactly <laughs> so we cut to dean driving them back to crowley's place crowley is carving symbols into brady's chest dean says hey watch the upholstery crowley says up yours mate this bit of carving will tie our friend down here no zapping off no smoking out locked in the meat suit an important piece of our bargaining strategy strategy now up here we don't want i-50 take 93 north Dean says, what are you talking about? Crowley says, look, we can't take this guy back to your brother. Dean says, why the hell not? 
Crowley says, they got history, all right? Dean pulls the car over and says, you, uh, you want to go anywhere, you start talking. What history? We cut to Dean Crowley and Brady arriving at Crowley's place. Sam is impatiently waiting. He sees Crowley, who says, now, for the record, I'm against this. Negotiating a high-level defecation. <laughs> That's not what it says. <laughs> What's a high-level defecation? Is that like, you know, after you drink too much tequila in one night? <laughs> that is, is that totally like happened to me. Coffee poop level, or <laughs> is that like after Taco Bell and tequila? Like, what are yes. we talking about here? I think Taco Bell and tequila is a high level defecation. <laughs> <laughs> defection <laughs> which is just a little different it's a little bit just a little they're similar but <laughs> okay oh, no. all right um it's very delicate business <laughs> are we talking like baby wipe business <laughs> yes you need baby wipes for that <laughs> about that guys <laughs> no we're not are you kidding me <laughs> you can't hang with us if you're not okay with poop talk <laughs> that is totally true totally totally true okay oh my abs <laughs> sam says what are you guys talking about crowley says i begged dean not to come back we should be miles away from you he replied with a colorful rejoinder about my corn shoot Go ahead. <laughs> Defecation and baby wipes and corn shoots, man. I'm telling you, it's just, it's just lining up. <laughs> yep, it's perfect. Okay, okay, I'm fine. I'll get it together. I'll get it together. No, you don't need to. I can't believe I said that. <sighs> okay. So go ahead. Go ruin our last hope. It's only the end of the world. Sam goes into the other room where Dean is tying up Brady in the middle of a devil's trap. Brady still has a bag over his head. Sam says, what's going on, Dean? Dean says, I need you to stay on mission, okay? Focused. Sam says, I don't understand. What's all this about? Dean says, I'm doing this because I trust you. Sam says, trust me to what? Then Brady says, Sam? Sam, is that you? Dean takes off the head bag and Sam says, Brady? Brady says, Brady hasn't been Brady in years. Not since, oh, middle of our sophomore year. That's right. You had a devil on your shoulder even back then. All right now, let it all sink in. Sam says, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You introduced me to Jess. Brady says, ding, ding. I think he's got it. Sam tries to get to Brady, but Dean stops him and says, damn it, Sam. Sam says, I'm going to kill you. Dean manhandles Sam into the other room while Brady laughs. Sam tries to go back, but Dean says, hey, that's enough. Sam says, get out of my way. Dean says, no, there's only one way to win, and it ain't by killing that thing in there. Crowley says, well, sounds like you got him nice and fluffed. Thanks so much. <laughs> Crowley goes into Brady's room. Dean says to Sam, listen to me. We need pestilence to get at the devil, and we need Brady to get to pestilence. 
Sam says, why? Because Crowley says so? Because we trust him now? Like I trusted Ruby or like I trusted Brady back at school? We cut to Crowley and Brady. Crowley says, look, do the math yourself. If Lucifer wins, he'll turn this place into his kingdom. When the Morning Star cleans house, we'll all get the mop. Brady says, he created us. Why would he destroy us? That makes no sense. Crowley says, look at who, look at what he is. Then take a look at, where, at what we are. Brady says, maybe you should be a little less worried about our necks and be a little more worried about yours. Crowley says, has crossed my mind. That's not really the point. Brady says, actually, Crowley, that is the point. No one will know greater torment than, than you. Lucifer is never going to let you die. As for me, I know the score. I'm dead whether I tell you anything or not. So I think I'll die on the winning side. Thanks. Crowley says, good talk. Cheers. And he leaves and joins Dean, who says, well, how'd it go? He buy your Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> Crowley says, not yet. Where's your moose? Dean says, he's cooling <laughs> off. Is this the first time he calls him moose? Uh-huh. It is? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's Dean's moose. Dean owns the moose. <laughs> yes, he does. Where's your moose? Um, okay, Crowley says, all right then. Get bent. Dean says, you're going somewhere? Crowley says, well, he won't budge, so now I got to stick my neck out. Dean says, what are you going to do? Crowley says, exactly the kind of desperate swashbuckle I've been trying to avoid. Now I go, now I go kick open a hive of demons. This whole bloody ring business better work. Then he teleports away. Dean goes into the um, disgusting bathroom. It is a disgusting bathroom. Did you yeah. notice how disgusting it was? I wouldn't want to go in there. He goes in there. He splashes water on his face. Yeah, I wouldn't trust that water to go on my skin. And like, if you're trying to clean your face, you're probably doing the exact opposite. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> so Sam shuts him in the bathroom and barricades the door. Dean yells, come on, Sam, don't do this. Sam, come on, open the door. Sam has the demon killing knife and he goes over to Brady. Brady says, well, here we go. We're doing last words or no? Sam says, sophomore year, huh? Brady says, Brady here was a good kid. Straight arrow. I mean, your best friend, really. Perfect point of access. Sam says, Thanksgiving. Brady says, yes, sir. Remember when I came back from break all messed up? Dropped out of pre-med, the drugs, the bitches? That was the new Brady. That was me. Remember how much time you spent trying to get me back on the right track? You really were a good friend. But old yellow eyes didn't send me back to be your friend. No, we could tell we were starting to lose you. You were becoming all mild-mannered, worthless sack of piss. Now, come on, we couldn't have that. You were our favorite. So I hooked you up with a pure, sweet, innocent pile, piece of tail. Pile of tail. <laughs> piece of tail. And then I toasted her on the ceiling. That's right. Azazel might have put the hit out on Jessica. But man, I got to have all the fun. You know, she thought we were friends too. Let me write in. She was baking cookies. She was so surprised, so hurt when I started in on her. Sam brings a knife up to Brady's throat. Brady says, do it if it'll make you feel better. Sam cuts his neck a tiny little bit. Brady says, do it, Sammy. Do it. Come on. Sam backs away and Brady laughs. So we cut to Sam letting Dean out of the bathroom. Dean says, what happened? Sam says, nothing. Dean says, my ass. <laughs> Sam says, Dean, I'm fine. Dean says, yeah, but what about Brady? Sam says, like you said, we need him. Dean goes and sees that Brady is still alive. Then Crowley is there. He says, God, the day I've had. <laughs> to Brady, Crowley says, good news, you're going to live forever. Brady says, what did you do? Crowley says, went over to a demon's nest, had a little massacre. Must be losing my touch, though. Let one of the little toads live. Oops. 
also might have given said toad the impression that you left your post last night because you and I are, wait for it, lovers in league against Satan. <laughs> Hello, darling. Now, death is off the table. Now you get to be on the boss's eternal torment list with little old me. Something else we have in common, apart from our torrid passion, of course, craven self-preservation. So now, why don't you tell me where pestilence is at? Then they all hear a dog barking and growling. Brady says, oh God, Crowley. Dean says, was that a hellhound? Crowley says, I'd say yeah. Dean says, why was that a hellhound? <laughs> Crowley pulls something He's out. He's like, of his oh no. I know, that's like what Dean is scared of the most. I mean, I'd be a little traumatized too after what happened to me. You know? Oh hell yeah. Crowley pulls something off his sleeve. Sam asks, what the hell is that? Crowley says, remember I was talking, remember I was telling you about my crafty little tracking device? Demons planted one on me. Sam says, you're saying a hellhound followed us here? Crowley says, well, technically he followed this, and he holds up the coin. Brady says, get me out of here. I'll tell you anything you want. Sam says, shut up. Dean says, okay, well, then we should go. Crowley says, sorry, boys. No one knows more about hounds than I. You're long past the point of go. Crowley flicks the coin in the air, and when Dean catches it, Crowley has teleported away. Dean says, damn it. Sam says, I told you. Dean says, oh, well, good for you. Lucky, luckily, we have salt in the kitchen. Sam says, I'll watch Brady. Brady says, watch me. Get me the hell out of here. Dean is about to grab the salt when the window crashes in by the invisible dog. Dean shoots at it, and it follows him into the room where Brady is. Brady says, great, just great. Then Crowley is there. To the dog, he says, hey. Dean says, you're back? Crowley says, I'm invested. Then to the dog, he says, stay. Dean asks, you can control them? Crowley says, not that one. I brought my own. Mine's bigger. <laughs> it's like a he he he, mine's yep, bigger. <laughs> mine's bigger. Sick and boy. The dogs fight while all four of the boys get into baby. Crowley says, I'll wager a thousand my pup wins. Then they drive away. So we cut to Brady giving Crowley a piece of paper. He says, yeah, I'm sure pestilence will be there. Dean says, what do you think? Crowley says, it's good. To Brady, Crowley says, you've got no reason to lie, have you? Like I said before, you're in my boat now. Brady says, you've screwed me for eternity. Crowley says, nah, won't last that long. Trust me. Crowley and Dean walk away. Brady says, where are you going? Crowley says, I'm going to do you a favor. To Sam, Crowley says, I expect we'll be in touch. Dean draws a salt line behind Sam, who is facing Brady. Dean pauses to let Crowley out, who teleports away. Brady says, what is this? Dean says, all those angels, all those demons, all those sons of bitches, they just don't get it, do they, Sammy? Sam says, no, they don't, Dean. Dean <laughs> says, you see, Brady, we're the ones you should be afraid of. Sam holds up the demon-killing knife. Brady says, I bet this is a real moment for you, big boy. Gonna make you feel all better. Sam says, it's a start. Brady says, gonna make up for all those times that we yanked your chain, yellow eyes, ruby, me. But it wasn't all our fault, was it? No, you're the one who trusted us. You're the one who let us into your life, let us whisper into your ear over and over and over again. Ever wonder why that is, Sammy? Ever wonder why we were, ever wonder why we were so in your blind spot? Blind spot. You can do it. <laughs> I know, it's hard. Um, maybe it's because we got the same stuff in our veins, and deep down, you know you're just like us. Brady rushes Sam, but Sam subdues him. Brady says, maybe you hate us so much because you hate what you got. <laughs> That's not what he says. He says, maybe you hate us so much because you hate 
what you see every time you look in the mirror. You ever think of that? Maybe the only difference between you and a demon is your hell is right here. Sam stabs Brady in the heart and he dies. Sam says, interesting theory. And then he walks away. We cut to Bobby. (laughs) Yep. Yep. We cut to Bobby on the phone with Rufus. Bobby says, yeah, I followed up. Nasty omens, but none of it's death. Uh, with a capital D. Well, just give me a ring if it turns into anything. And Rufus, you watch your ass out there. And he hangs up. Then Crowley is, Crowley, then Crowley is behind him. Crowley says, chin up, cavalry's arrived. Bobby wheels around and points a gun at Crowley, who says, charming, that won't work on me. Name's Crowley. Maybe you've, Bobby said. You're Crowley? Crowley says, in the flesh of a moderately successful literary agent out of New York. <laughs> Bobby shoots him and Crowley yells in pain and then says, I see you've heard of me. I liked this suit. Bobby says, what are you doing here? Crowley says, looking out for Crowley. The boys are on the ring. Uh, that's not what he says. <laughs> My handwriting is so bad in this episode. I was just like, I went through four different pens because they kept, run- they kept running out. So, like, half of it is, like, so illegible. It's hard to read. So, anyway. Okay. Well, you're doing fine. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I'm really struggling, but that's all right. It's all good. <clears throat> okay. The boys are on the ring number three, but we still need number four. I'm here to help. Bobby says, you know where death is? Crowley says, no. Haven't the foggiest. Bobby grabs a shotgun and says, well, then get the hell out of off." get the hell off my property before i blast you so full of rock salt you crap margaritas crowley says that's a mite unfriendly seeing as i could be getting you death's location and about the time i'd take you to reload bobby says you're just gonna chat some demon up and hope they don't recognize you crowley says god no that could get me killed but there is a little spell i know results are 100 percent guaranteed bobby says okay then why are you snake oiling me Crowley says, well, it's a little bit embarrassing. There's this technicality. I need a little something to get the magic going. Bobby says, and what's that? Crowley says, you make a wish. I can give you anything you want, mate, up to and including death's coordinates. All I need is, Bobby says, my soul. Crowley says, I've done more with less, and let's just say when they're getting their Grammys, they shouldn't all be thanking God. (laughs) It's worth it, Bobby. Think. Bobby says, okay, here's my counter. And he shoots Crowley again. <laughs> Crowley says, ow, bloody hell, feisty. Bobby says, get out. Crowley says, I'll give it right back. Bobby says, you think I'm a natural born idiot? Crowley says, quite the contrary. Look, you're right, you're right to be suspicious, but I'm your ally. Every uh, enemy of my enemy and all that. I need the devil back in his stock. In fact, my delicate ass depends on it. I promise you, temporary loan. I'll give it right back. His corn shoot. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. His corn shoot depends on it. (laughs) His corn shoot does depend on it. (laughs) So Bobby contemplates it and credits. Okay, so I definitely have some thoughts about this episode. The first one being is that I think it's hilarious that they're so freaked out about swine flu. (laughs) I know, right? Let's be real. Swine flu happened. It was a thing. I barely barely remember it being a thing. That's the thing, is that it wasn't really a thing. Like, obviously, it was a thing at the time, but, like, you know, nothing shut down. We weren't having to wear masks, you know? Yeah, that's right. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, swine flu is happening. Like, you know, wash your hands a little bit more than normal. Yeah. Like, Okay, because let's be real. Some people are gross and don't wash their hands, like, ever, which, okay, 
gross. Like, okay, folks, just I'm going to send this public service announcement out there. If you are one of the ones that goes to the bathroom and doesn't wash your hands, goodness, please wash your hands. Just please because you didn't touch anything doesn't mean that you shouldn't wash them. Like, ugh. I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me. I'll be in like a public bathroom and like somebody will like, they'll flush, they'll leave their stall and then they just leave the bathroom. It's like, okay, so. Oh, I know. It's so gross. You know what? They had to touch the stall door. And you know, most like, people use their hand to flush the toilet. So like, yeah, just because you're not touching your junk doesn't mean that like, you know, yeah. your hands aren't dirty and you shouldn't wash them. Yes, exactly. So that's just my, you know soapbox for the day but that, it just baffles me as to how many people don't wash their hands and that they're just now learning during this pandemic that they should wash them yeah it's crazy it's ridiculous but anyways um also I thought it was kind of funny when Dean was like I look like the king of pop <laughs> when he had his mask on yeah like, oh Michael Jackson and he's like yeah. too soon you know like eh. yeah and but, Sam was like, yep, too soon. Yeah. Because I don't know when that episode aired, but, and I also don't remember when Michael Jackson died. It probably aired somewhere time around 2010, um, but I don't remember when he passed away either. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't remember if I was in school, out of school when he died. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I wasn't a huge fan of him, so I didn't really pay attention to that kind of stuff, really. I feel like my mom would know. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I I remember kind of feeling like an asshole because <laughs> I d when Prince died, like apparently she hadn't heard. Oh no. And so I was like, "Oh my god, you know Prince died." She's like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh. Um nothing." You know, like, yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Every once Sorry. in a while when, like, an actor or, like, a singer or something dies, she'll, like, text me, did you hear that so-and-so died? But I almost never know who they are. And then she's, like, astounded that <laughs> I wouldn't be, like, distraught about it, you know? And yeah. it's just, like, I don't know who this person is. Sorry. Uh -huh. <laughs> but That's funny that she texts you about it. It's only happened, like, a couple of times where she's, like, did you know so-and-so died today? And it's, like, okay. You know, like, yeah. I don't know what reaction you're wanting from me here, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> but anyways, also, okay. I've noticed that Dean, when he's kind of like feeling like he's been like, cause, so Dean lies a lot. Right. But when Dean is feeling like he's been caught from lying or especially when it's like something that's like not quite as important and he's lying about it, he, like, looks down, like, his head's down, but he kind of looks up, like, uh-oh, you know? Oh, really? I haven't noticed that. That's pretty funny. I noticed funny. that today, because he did it during this episode again, and I was like, okay, you know, like, he's just kind of, like, he sits there, and he's kind of like, <laughs> with his head down, and he'll, like, look up, like, uh-oh, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I bet Jensen does that in real life. Probably. Probably. Like, I did super a thing. Cute. Yeah. yeah. That's adorable. Which is kind of great because then, like, I mean, if he does that in real life, you know for sure. I'm sure Daniil is probably like, you're lying, aren't you? You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be nice but, if everyone had such an easy tell. You yeah, know? for real. I love it. It would be great. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, and okay, 
when the flies were like, so when Brady, it's okay. It's so weird for me to say, talk about Brady because Brady is my brother. And so like, I'm like, oh, Brady is Sam's best friend. And then I kind of giggle because my brother is like six, six and even taller than Sam. So it's like, you know, (laughs) the meese, the moosin, how do you, what is the collective moose? Is it just moose? Yep. It's just moose. That's just weird to me. It Anyways, is weird. Yeah. I feel like there should be an. I'm gonna call him the Meeson because I like it. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> so the collective Meeson get together, <laughs> yep. and they're just like a bunch of giant weirdos. But <laughs> just text your brother and say, "Hey, Brady, you're a Meeson." <laughs> See what he says. What the hell? <laughs> then you could be like, "Ha ha ha!" Now you have to listen to our podcast. I okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it right now and if okay, he responds good. in the near future I'm gonna let you know okay, Brady good. you are a Meeson <laughs> he's gonna google it <laughs> is it two e's and one s I feel like yes that's how I would spell it okay you are a Meeson it has been decided on our podcast <laughs> on our podcast <laughs> he's just he's gonna google Mason now i'm gonna send him a smiley face <laughs> he just like, he's gonna be like what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> or he'll be like i don't know what that means <laughs> yeah i don't get it <laughs> i don't understand that reference i don't get it yeah <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, but, like, so, when Brady was, like, doing the little phone call with the blood cup and everything, it was so disgusting. Like, it disturbed me more than it should have that flies were, like, flying out of the blood because, okay, like, when a fly gets wet. (laughs) It can't fly. It can't fly. And so, like, the fact that they're, like, jumping at a liquid and, like, buzzing around is just, like, to me. Like, I just can't. Yeah, it was gross. They're supernatural flies. They are. Yeah. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. That grossed me out too. It's really gross. I was like, this, this isn't right. Nothing's right. Everything should just burn. But Mm -hmm. anyways. Um, yeah. Okay. And then Morningstar, have you watched Lucifer? Yes. Okay. So his name is Lucifer Morningstar in that, right? Yeah. And I've never heard them refer to Lucifer and this show as Morningstar. And I'm not really sure, like, how, like, is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. I feel like, now I'm going to look that up. I, I just, like, is that a thing in the Bible? Do they call it, like, Morningstar at some point? Like, oh, I'm going to look up Morningstar. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to look it up in my Bible Gateway app. <laughs> See what it says. I'm not finding anything. Nothing's coming up. Okay. Like translation. Oh, I should probably pick which one I want. Let's go with, Mm -hmm. um, I just want the regular, well, I guess not the regular version, but like the, just the, okay, we'll go with that one. That's a decent one. Why is it not happening? Why is nothing happening? Okay, it says nothing can, I mean, it's not showing up anything, so I don't know. But anyways, I was just kind of like, that's interesting that it's like in a couple of different shows. So it must be in, it must be in something somewhere. It must be, yeah. I don't know what. I'll get back to you on that if I can 
figured that out. Okay. I'm going to write myself a sticky note because, okay, listen, I am so all over the place right now today. Like, it's fine. It's okay. It's that Frappuccino you had. I know. I only had half of one. <laughs> and I'm already just like, wee! <laughs> it's great. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but also, I really liked when uh, uh, Crowley was like, I brought mine, but mine's bigger. Because this is the first time that we, like, figure out that Crowley, like, is in charge of at least some of the hellhounds. That's right. Yeah. This is a big Crowley episode. I mean, we've met Crowley before, but this is his first real, like, in action, doing shit, being sassy. Like, we met him for a brief moment in time at one point, but this has been the first episode that he's, like, been in most of an episode, or if not all of an episode, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I liked it. So, uh, what was your favorite moment from this episode? My favorite moment was when um, Sam and Bobby were on the phone earlier in the episode, and Sam was like, hey, you know, when you were possessed, how did you um, get the control over the demon in your body mm-hmm. to stab yourself? And, and he's talking about, um, you know, possibly letting Satan possess him and jumping into the pit. And Bobby says, are you idiots trying to kill me? That's my favorite <laughs> moment. I just loved it. Yeah. It was so perfectly Bobby. I love any idiot moment with Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. But it just shows like, also, I love it when he says idiot, but he, mm-hmm. he just like cares so much for those boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah. What was your favorite moment? Um, so I think mine are, yeah, mine are all Crowley moments. <laughs> okay. Cause not going to lie. Like Crowley is one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. He just, he just is hilarious and I can't like he's he's so funny I just I love all of everything but um I like when he's like they ate my tailor like he's so distraught (laughs) about them eating the person that makes his suits you know exactly (laughs) he's just like can't handle it also the where's your moose because that's the first time that um the moose thing has come up that's right um and then when he's like brought my own mine's bigger you know <laughs> just he <laughs> oh, yeah. got your own doggy he brought his own pup yeah so, anyways those are my favorite i i just i feel like most of the episodes probably that crowley's in i'm gonna have a lot of favorite moments from him because mm-hmm. that's just how it goes he just tells the boys exactly like it is he doesn't put up with their shit yeah. He, he calls them out on everything. It's in a, in a hilarious way. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a lot of good one-liners for sure. Oh my God. He's got maybe the best one-liners. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody in the series kind of has some good one-liners here and there, but like, I think Crowley's by far the funniest. Oh yeah. And like all of the girl names, which this isn't really giving anything away, but like Crowley kind of like he likes to call Sam by girl names. <laughs> oh yeah, like he calls her Samantha and uh-huh. stuff like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just to me, every time that happens, it's just so funny. He's like, okay, Samantha. You know, yeah. it's just like But anyways. Um our interesting facts from this episode, it says um in the opening scene in the pharmaceutical lab, there's a sign for herpexia on the wall. Which I totally missed. I missed that too. I didn't see that. How funny. (laughs) It says it's the fictional herpes drug Sam was forced to act in a commercial for the earlier episode, uh, Changing Channels. 
Mm -hmm. uh, it says, when Crowley was telling Brady that if Lucifer wins, he would kill all the demons, he said, when the Morning Star cleans house, we all get the mop. Um, Lucifer's name literally means bringer of light or bringer of dawn, depending on different texts. Um, in Latin, the word Lucifer was also used um, as the name for the morning star, uh, the first star seen in the morning, which is actually the planet Venus. So morning star became a kind of nickname for Lucifer, Satan. Ah, okay. I didn't oh, know that. Okay. I didn't so know that. Not, cool. It's not something from the Bible, then. It's something from just the Latin. It's just the Latin root of the name, I guess. Yep. So that's kind of cool. That is. Um, it says both Jensen Ackles and star uh, Eric Johnson have had starring or have had starring roles on Smallville from 2001, um, but in different seasons. Oh, it just I guess that's just when Smallville started or maybe ended. I don't know. Okay. Um, Jensen was once considered for the role of Clark Kent before Tom Welling was eventually cast. Um, coincidentally, both played the love interest of Lana Lang. Yeah. I, I've never watched Smallville, but <laughs> I haven't either. I haven't either, but I know who the characters are. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Well, no, I lied. I think I've probably seen like bits and pieces of it just like scanning through TV, but I haven't ever like watched an episode, I don't think. Yeah. Um it says many supernatural episodes share a title with a rock or metal song. Um The Devil You Know is one of these, with the small exception that is the title of the album released by Heaven and Hell in April of two thousand nine. Um, interestingly, Heaven and Hell vocalist Ronnie James Dio, Dio? Mm, I don't know, uh, passed away merely 17 days after this episode's premiere. Oh, weird. Kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. Um, it says the Latin, the Latin incantation that Brady uses to contact pestilence um, translates to, of all the present to hold fast to me is presided over by the Lord of the Pestilences, the, hand, the hands of the gods. Oh, okay. Kind of interesting. Um, so it says Eric Johnson plays a character named Brady. Oddly, Jensen Ackles used to play a character named Eric Brady on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, um, oh. This is the first episode which Crowley calls Sam Moose. Okay. Um, right after the fight between the two hell hellhounds, uh, there are bloodstains in the clear glass of the camera that move with it, which mm -hmm. I don't know why that's a... <laughs> they got blood know. splatter on the camera. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not the first time that's happened in this no. show, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that. I didn't either. I mean, I noticed, like, blood splatters, I think, but I don't remember if I, like, noticed that it was, like, where it was, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, those are our interesting facts. Um, our research from this week is, um, it's about... Uh, oh, come back. Hold on. Ah, okay. So it says, uh, 15 terrifying religious demons we hope we never meet. Um, this is off of rancor because we have because a problem. <laughs> we have a huge rancor problem. That's right. <laughs> but there's one of them that I'm not going to read because we're probably going to get into that demon later on. That's right. Because uh, she shows up in the show. So okay. uh, we don't want to spoil our own research for later on <laughs> that's right that's right um so 14 terrifying religious demons um so it says even if you're not religious you've got to give religions credit for at least one thing they really know how to scare the living daylights out of people <laughs> um, religious demons often sound more terrifying than anything a human can dream up which isn't a bad way to keep potential sinners in line uh, it says this list of demons from uh 
from religion includes different includes feet includes figures from many different faiths why was that so hard it's okay don't worry about it (laughs) it says christianity judaism buddhism if it's got an evil demon it's probably here some of these are familiar some of them are obscure but they're all really scary um number one is legion it says have you ever heard of the phrase i phrase phrase i am legion uh significant God, it's okay. It is okay. I think I jinxed you. (laughs) It was the defecation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, I just apparently I can't speak English today. That's okay. Okay, let me just start this one over again. (laughs) It says, "Have you ever heard the phrase 'I am Legion,' signifying solidarity with a particular group?" You probably wouldn't have guessed that the phrase comes from the story of a possessed man in the Bible. Um, Jesus comes across an unnamed man who is plagued by a demon. Um, He performs an exorcism, and in order to cast the demon out, he asks for its name. Um, It responds, my name is Legion, for we are many. Um, This, of course, simultaneously incredibly cool and incredibly terrifying. So the story in the Bible that they're talking about, so, um, uh, so, Jesus comes across this guy who's clearly possessed, like okay. acting all sorts of crazy. And he's like, who are you? The guy's like, I'm, I am Legion. So it's not, so it says in here that the guy's possessed by a demon, but he's actually possessed by like hundreds of demons. Like okay. it's not just one, not it's just a one. ton of them. That's a whole legion of them. Right. Got it. Um, and so he casts the demons out into pigs and they all run off a cliff. And that's how he kills the demons is like a herd of pigs. He just like puts them into the pigs and then the end. Okay. Poor piggies. Well, I mean, but also they weren't, there was no piggies home, you know? Yeah. That's right. (laughs) The piggies were not there at the time. Yeah. But anyways, that's kind of, you know, background story of that is kind of an interesting one. Yeah. Um, Uh, So the second one is Incubus. Um, It says an incubus is a male demon that appears to women during explicit dreams. (laughs) Um, The incubus then attacks the woman and any any subsequent encounters with this demon then cause serious illness and elimination. (laughs) If you think you've got an incubus pestering you, run, don't walk to your nearest exorcist. (laughs) 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 Okay, but when they say like the demon like encounters with the demon cause serious illness and elimination like does that mean that you like vacate you like no like to me that sounds like you're gonna eliminate everything from your body that's what i meant yes like are you pooping your pants every time that you come into contact with this demon because that sounds like a horrible thing in and of itself like (laughs) i just who wants to be having a counter with a sex demon and then all of a sudden start pooping? That is <laughs> no. not, that is not sexy. Like, I had this encounter this one time and then now every time I have an encounter, I poop my pants. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. That's <laughs> that sounds terrible. But I don't know. The whole thing just sounds off to me. Yep. <laughs> um, so number three is ASAG. I'm not sure if that's how it's said, but I'm going to go with it. Um, It says, what happens when you get it on with a mountain? (laughs) Not Um, the mountain, but a mountain. (laughs) When you get it on with a mountain? Uh Uh-huh. I feel like that would wreck you. (laughs) 
probably. <laughs> it says, if you answered, your union creates a race of rock children, duh. <laughs> You're totally right, but you wouldn't, you probably shouldn't be so cheeky because that's a really weird thing to know. <laughs> Asag is a grotesque, hideous demon from Samaria who leads his rock children things into battle. He's so monstrous to look at, according to legend, he causes fish to boil alive. Oh. So that's kind of gr- So does he like smell fishy then? Like I mean, if all yes. these fish around him are like boiling alive? Like if there's no fish around him, they're clearly not boiling alive. But like if he like I mean, goes yeah. to the lake, does the whole lake just smell like nasty fish? Like, I think so. Yeah. Like smells like the break room when somebody microwaves fish. Yeah. <laughs> that's like one of the worst smells too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, will you stop heating up your fish in the microwave? Come on. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, <laughs> the next one is uh, Dybbuk. Yep, that's right. Okay. Um, it says, a Dybbuk is a demon from Judaism, which clings to the soul of a living person and inhabits their body. Uh, Dybbuks are said to be the souls of those who cannot pass on to the afterlife because of the totality of their evil. They enter a person when they have sinned and not atoned, leaving a door open for demonic e- influence. <laughs> Effluence? Influence? Eh, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it says, so if you don't want a demon possessing you and wrecking your life, just don't sin. Should be easy, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, the next one is Rangda. Um, Rangda is a part of Balinese mythology um, and closely tied to Hinduism. Uh, Balinese, sorry, mythology. Um uh, she is a widow t- who thirsts for revenge and consumes little ones. Oh, goody. Aww. She has supernatural powers and commands an army of witches against Barong, um, who is the complete opposite of Rangda. Um, she is physically depicted as a grotesque old woman. Sounds like you were saying Brenda. <laughs> Brenda, no. Oh, Brenda. Rangda. Okay, got it. Okay, so we're skipping the next one. Um, the, se- uh, the seventh one is Mephistopheles. Um, say that five times fast. Yep. <laughs> says, as Lucifer's right-hand man, uh, Mephistopheles does the devil's bidding. He collects evil souls and bargains with those who wish to sell their souls. Uh, Mephistopheles comes from the classic German legend of Faust, um, who sold his soul to the devil in exchange for infinite knowledge and magical powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one is a succubus. It says a succubus is just like an incubus, except a succubus is female. Um, succubi are cleverer than incubi, though, and can make uh-huh. themselves appear in human form and tempt men to doing the deed, rather than to just straight up attack them. But do um, they make you poop a lot? I mean, it says they can also lead men to internal damnation, so if you're considering sleeping with a succubus, maybe don't. It doesn't say anything about pooping your pants. Okay, so it's just the incubus that makes you poop it's a lot. It's just the incubus that makes you poop, I think. Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, this one is, I'm going to butcher this, I think, Jikininki. Okay. Um, another day, another demon, Jikininki, um, comes from Japanese Buddhism and are the spirits of wicked people who are cursed to feast on, feast on flesh of the human variety. Don't worry, though. They only eat those who have already passed. So just make sure that someone stands watch over you once you've been uh, terminated <laughs> to ensure you make it to your final physical resting place. Uh. I mean, listen, once you're dead, you don't need your body anymore. Yeah. Like, whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one is Andres. 
Um, it says, picture this. Andres is a demon with a human body, wings, and the head of an owl. Um, he rides a wolf and carries a saber. Um, he sows discord among people, harnesses anger, and sometimes straight up exterminates people. Okay. So that's fun. Yeah. Weird bird man riding a wolf yeah. after you with an incredibly large sword. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. So that, that's great. Um, the next one is the three Gorgons. Um, it says in Greek, Greek mythology, there were three Gorgon sisters. Um, oh boy, I'm going to butcher these two. Uh, uh, Stheno, Uriel, and Medusa. Uh, Stheno and Uriel were immortal, and all three were all grotesque with hair made of snakes. Um, anyone who looked directly into their eyes would be turned to stone. So I didn't know that. I mean, I knew the whole Medusa thing. Yeah, I didn't know she had sisters. I didn't know there was, a, like, a three of them that would, you know, you look at them and you turn to stone. If you, right. You know, that's a whole thing. The more you know. <laughs> um, this next one is, oh boy, these are, some of these are <laughs> hard to say. Uh, rock, Rakshasa? That sounds right. Okay. Um, Rakshasas are shape-shifting Hindu demons. Um, they are said to be very large and beast-like with long fangs and claws. Uh, they prey mostly at night, feasting on anyone they can find and sucking cows dry of their milk. Oh. Like, ugh. Like, is it a chupacabra sort of situation where it, like, kills them, or are they just, like, milking them all the way dry? <laughs> I don't know. Because I feel like if they're just milking them all the way dry, it's kind of disturbing, but at least the cow's Not still alive. Yeah. Like, what are, what are we going for here? Yeah, you know? I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness, this next one. Um, this is uh, Zoavitz. Okay. Um, it says, this fun demon comes from the traditions of Shoshone, uh, Native Americans. Uh, Zovitz is a giant that hunts and eats any little ones that he might encounter on his journeys. Oh, no. So, you know, look out, little tiny people. Um, okay, this next one is Asaku. Um Asaku comes from ancient Mesopotamia. Um, they are demons that exterminate people, mostly by giving their victims intense, incurable fevers. Oh. That's fun. Okay. Um, and then this last one is Ozzy Dehaka. Okay. It says Ozzy Dehaka comes from the religion of, oh boy, Zoroastrianism. Um, mostly he just steals cattle and pesters humans, but the really terrifying thing about him is how he looks. His body is a cross between a lizard and a snake, and he's got three giant heads. Ew. So, yeah, you know, like, let's have that crawling towards you. Nope. No, thank you. No, thank you. That sounds like a horrible idea. Like, yeah, ugh. Yeah. Anyways, so those are our nasty means that we shouldn't, you know, encounter. Um, so what was your idiot or ass butt moment from Okay, this mine's pretty short, but I was a total idiot. Um, have you watched the show The Umbrella Academy? Uh, yes, but I don't, I remember some stuff from it because it's been a little while since I watched it, but not yeah. everything, so. Okay, yeah, me too. So, um, you know, they're coming out with season two, like, tomorrow or something. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, on Netflix, and... Mm -hmm. um, and so um, Entertainment Weekly, I followed them on Facebook and they were doing some ads for it. 
coming mm-hmm. out and they were doing like photo shoots and like photo, like video shoots and all of the actors were playing with umbrellas mm-hmm. and I legit thought and asked Eric, why are they holding umbrellas? Because <laughs> it's the fucking Umbrella Academy. I just, I feel so stupid. <laughs> I do that kind of shit all the time. Oh my oh, God. Oh, I do stuff like that all the time too, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was seriously just like, I don't get it. Why do they all have umbrellas? Like, what does that add to the photo shoot? What's happening? But I got there eventually. And it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm a quick one. So what, what was your idiot or aspect moment? Okay, so prepare to gag, folks, because this is gross. <laughs> it's definitely an aspect moment because it has to do with an aspect. So Steve, bless his little heart, decided the other day to go and use his litter box, right? So, okay, he does his business. It's gross. I'm kind of like, ugh. So my friend Kelsey was over because she, she stayed for the weekend. And... You know, I'm sitting here at my computer, like, trying to publish an episode before we, you know, head out and start doing our stuff, and, like, (laughs) so Steve uses his litter box, and I'm like, oh, God, that's horrible, and he, like, walks out, whatever, and all of a sudden, you see, you hear Kelsey going, no, Steve, no! (laughs) (laughs) What happened? I turn around, Steve is dragging his butt on the carpet like a dog, you know, like, when... (laughs) Oh, when no. dogs have like itchy, you know, itchy butts and yeah. they like scoot themselves on the carpet. Oh, I have never seen a cat do that before. But okay, so turns out he was doing that because he pooped and the poop didn't fall off of him. It stuck to his butt. Oh god. <laughs> and he couldn't get it off. And so he was wiping it off on my carpet. Oh god, no. But he was leaving like poop smears and like full on, like there was like a whole turd on there (laughs) he left like thick nasty snail slime on my carpet (laughs) oh my god like skid marks across the floor and I'm like catch him you know like don't let him do it across the floor so she like scruffs him right she's like holding him by the back of his neck so he can't run off and he's just sitting there like get it off you know and so at first I'm like so I'm like putting on gloves right I'm like you hold him I'll try and get this off of him so I'm like trying to like get paper towels or whatever and just like grab the poop off of his butt and it's not working it's just like smushing it into his fur because he's got like really soft fur and so it just is kind of like there was not like any way to like peel it off it was just rubbing it in literally oh, and so then I go and I'm like okay well this is a baby wipe situation you know so I go and I grab some butt wipes and then I start trying to peel it off of him even more which is helping but really it's just making it soggy and smushing it into him yeah even soggier than it already was and this let me tell you what this whole time Kelsey and I are like full-on like gagging because oh my gosh that cat but smelled so bad you know we're just like like the whole time it was so bad it was so bad and so then because I'm just clearly rubbing it in and not making anything better I (laughs) we turn on the shower and put him in the shower because I have one of those like detachable shower head things so I spray him without getting the whole cat you know yeah and so I'm like blasting his butt (laughs) 
<laughs> with the shower nozzle, and there's like poop chunks falling off. <laughs> oh, girl! <laughs> in my shower, and we're just like, Ugh! and it smelled so bad. And so she's like trying to hold him down, and he's not having any of it. So I'm like, okay, you got to put one hand underneath him, and then one like scruff him with one hand, and put one hand underneath him, so that way he can't run off. And then I'm gonna try and keep his butt up and spray him, and then I'm like having to like shampoo him and like the whole nine you know and so oh my like god it was just a whole situation like dude really why you gotta wipe your ass on my carpet and then and then on top of all of that I still have to clean the carpet right which is right I mean the carpet is like a little bit better to get it off of than Steve but not by much so I'm trying to like pick it off the carpet <laughs> oh god and then I have to like spray it and wipe it and spray it and wipe it and spray it and wipe it and there's just like no I mean there's, there's still little, little stain marks there. And no matter how many times I've tried, like, I'm going to have to full on like shampoo the carpet, I think. Yeah. Or like try cleaning it a couple more times now that it's like dry, because that's the only thing I could think of. Like I sprayed that so many times it was like wet on the carpet. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, so anyways, so Steve left shit marks on my carpet. <laughs> Because what he an shake a turd. Oh my god. Uh, this is apparently the poop episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so sorry that happened. That sounds horrible. awful. Like the instance itself was like pretty disgusting, pretty gnarly, but the, the whole thing just got it was way worse because of the smell. Like that is the worst oh, yeah. poop smell I've ever smelled. And I smelled some nasty. Okay. Like I would venture to guess, like, I don't know if any of y'all have pigs, but like that poop is disgusting. And like, I would venture to say like, this was up there with pig poop. If that's Oh, me. wow. And I was like, pig poop is like the worst. So uh. I just, uh, I don't know what he ate or what. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Oh, oh he knows that we're talking about him. So now, are you coming to say hello? Are you saying you're sorry? He's like, he's staring at me like, no. Are you embarrassed? He's saying, please don't give me a butt shower again. <laughs> are you embarrassed, Steve? He's like, I'm not even going to talk to you. But <laughs> anyways, like, he literally, like, turned around and laid so he wasn't looking at me. Like, I just... I show my ass to you. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's all I've got for you now. Yeah. But anyways, Aww. so. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Idgits and Aspets podcast. Thank you. Thank you.